Hello and welcome to Cisco Champions Radio. This is episode 45. Somehow we've gotten to 45 of our second season. Our topic today is the Cisco Networking Academy Dream Team, a group of superheroes um, who make things happen. I'm Kim Austin from Cisco Collaboration, and I'll be playing the part of moderator today. We're set for a lively conversation hosted by Josh Kittle, one of our intrepid Cisco champions. And to keep Josh company, we have a member, a real-life member of the Cisco Live Dream Team, Zoe Rose, and also joining us from Cisco in, who, in the team that helps manage the program are Sarah Shreve and Gina Pirtle, as in Turtle. So, uh, Josh, can you start us off introducing yourselves and then yourself and then ask your, your happy friends to introduce themselves and get going? Absolutely. Did you say this is episode 45? I can't believe we're that far into it. It scared me when I figured out that math on my fingers and then checked the, uh, it took a lot extra fingers. That's amazing. 45. Well, I, I appreciate you taking the opportunity to let me participate in this episode. My name's Josh Kittle. I'm a collaboration engineer and a technology blogger slash freelance technical trainer slash Cisco Champion 2015. We can throw a hashtag in there somewhere. And I was hanging out at Cisco Live and, and ran across this hashtag, got real interested, and that's kind of what brought this group of people together today. So we'll dig more into that story here in just a moment. Um, but if we want to go around the rooms, um, introduce ourselves. Um, Zoe, do you want to take the ball next? Cool. Okay. Um, Zoe Rose, and my Twitter handle is 5683monkey. I'm a crazy, awesome person with a cape. And I'm a member of the Cisco Live Dream Team 2015. Awesome. Thanks for joining us today, Zoe. I really appreciate it. I know you're part of what got this whole thing started and uh, definitely has, uh, has opened my eyes to, to this program and what it's all about. And that kind of leads me to our next guest. And I'm going to introduce them together and let them kind of tug over the microphone a little bit because uh, as w uh, I was corrected when I started asking who really runs this program, the answer was it's a whole group of us. So we've got Sarah Shreve and Gina Pertle with Cisco on here as well. Uh, if you guys want to say a little bit about yourselves and, and maybe – We'll uh, use that shortly as a jumping off point into the whole history behind this whole thing. Sure, Josh. I will jump right in. This is Gina Pirtle, like turtle, uh, and I'm at G-E-N-A-P-I-R-T-L-E, and I'm the Marketing and Workforce Programs Manager for Cisco's Corporate Affairs, which manages the Cisco Networking Academy program and have been involved with the Cisco Dream Team since its inception about five years ago. And um, not to miss my partner in crime for the Dream Team, boots on the ground, um, Sarah Shreve. So, Sarah? Hi, everybody. I am Sarah Shreve. Um, like Gina said, I am normally the boots on the ground at Cisco Live and other Dream Team events. I am the Associate CSR, Corporate Social Responsibility Manager, um, here at the Cisco Networking Academy, and I'm responsible for the U.S., Canada, and Latin America and ensuring that the uh, Networking Academy program is successfully going well. Awesome. Well, thanks, guys, for joining us today. I really appreciate it. And, Kim, I know we've got a room full of people here. I don't know how big we want the intro circle to be, so if you can guide me on that a little bit. You're done. I'm done. Awesome. 
Well, I will jump right into it then. So thanks, everybody, for joining again. We're going to talk about the Cisco Networking Academy Dream Team in this episode of Cisco Champions Radio. Now, a little bit of history about me. I go by the handle Collab Ninja or Collab underscore Ninja on Twitter, and I'm a network engineer by day, but in the past, I was formerly a Cisco Networking Academy instructor. And had a lot of fun doing that, worked with a lot of students over the years, helping people get their CCNA and beyond. And when I was at Cisco Live this year in, where were we at? San Diego, I think it was. I started seeing these hashtags hitting the social media stream that said hashtag CL Dream Team. And I said, what is CL Dream Team? And as the week went on, I was seeing this more and more. And all of a sudden, there's this crazy girl in a cape running around sending 5 million tweets. I think that was uh, was Zoe. She's with us today. And after I got back from Cisco Live, I started reaching out to people and tried to do a little bit of research on what is this Cisco Live Dream Team, Networking Academy Dream Team program, and what's it all about? Uh, I was introduced quickly to uh, to Sarah and Gina and their team and got a little bit of a history on the program. And, guys, I'd love it if you could jump in, and maybe we'll start with uh, Gina. Mm-hmm. If you guys can give us a little history about how the whole thing started. I know we, we did a little bit on this, and we've got a teaser blog post out there uh, up on Cisco.com, but uh, I think we can get into a little more detail here in conversation. So tell me a little bit, what is the Dream Team, and how did this come about? Sure. Well, um, so first, I'd like to talk about the Networking Academy, which is um, kind of one of these um, real special secrets, uh, for the most part, um, that we want more and more people to be aware of. It is Cisco's flagship uh, corporate social responsibility program, education program that is training individuals to learn IT skills leading to Cisco certifications. So it's a global program. We've got a million students currently enrolled in the networking academies all across the world. And what we do is not only do we try to encourage them to pursue IT careers, to possibly work for companies like Cisco and our channel partner community, um, but we also try to give them real-world experience. So the the dream team actually came about when our um, corporate marketing team reached out looking to engage with our corporate affairs Um, And they talked about the need for um, really kind of developing and supporting the knock at these Cisco Live events. And so we found that this would be the perfect opportunity to really bring together the best and the brightest of our Networking Academy students, put them right in the middle of a real-world experience amongst Cisco engineers and our customers. What better way to demonstrate their skills Um, beyond the classroom. So that's how it started about five years ago. We've since had a dream team um, at every Cisco Live event since then. And we've also expanded the program to some of our customers like the NBA who host their own dream team um, at across different events like the All-Star Games and the World Games. So that's kind of the, the genesis of the dream team. It's a program we're really proud of. And we've got about over 200 people that have been part of a Dream Team alumni for the past five years. So it keeps growing strong, and people like Zoe really make us so proud. Well, that's fantastic. And I know I've been attending Cisco Live since I think it was 2007 was my first attendee uh, of the event year. I think that was when they were calling it Cisco Networkers. In fact, that might be the last year that they called it Cisco Networkers. Mm -hmm. But, you, you know, you've got quite an attendance for an event like this. You mentioned that the Dream Team is out there. 
acting like boots on the ground for the Cisco knock. I mean, you've got 20, 30,000 plus people attending, you know, a large conference. And these are people with lots of mobile devices. I mean, these are technology consumers. These people are not casual users of services like Wi-Fi. I mean, these guys are going to beat it to death. So it's, it's definitely quite an undertaking, I imagine, for the knock to stand that environment up. And I know uh, I got to talking with uh, some of the participants and some of the people that were involved in that, like Zoe joining us today. And uh, Jason Wachowski was another Dream Team member that I had a chance to chat with. And it seems like there was no shortage of work to be done, and, and everybody was kept really busy. Absolutely. In fact, one of the first things we do when we orient our, our Dream Team is make sure that they wear comfortable shoes and um, – and that they have a, a, a first aid kit. It is a lot of walking. Um, it's a long hours. They realize the, the commitment. But the fact that the NOC team is, um, is really looking at the dream team as a, a first level of support, um, really considering them part of their own staff, really demonstrates um, the value that they see in the networking academy talent. So I think there's, um, there's a lot of great experiences that come out of, for the students themselves that are participating, but also for the folks that are engaging with them and really getting a glimpse into this future workforce. So it's really exciting. That's awesome. And uh, definitely, as I was talking to Zoe and Jason, you know, they were both very excited and sharing their experiences with me. And, you know, it was it was just this overwhelming sense of community and teamwork was what I got from both of them is that, you know, the Cisco knock was there and it was a bunch of smart people that were, you know, knew exactly what they were doing. But it was really, you know, the opportunity to see the design and execution of a network rollout in a, in a hyper-condensed uh, format, you know, you're doing a major deployment in a couple of days. So that that's amazing. And and Sarah, you were the boots on the ground out there this year. Why don't you talk us about, uh, you know, a little bit of the workflow and kind of how the week played out and what kind of activities you guys were engaged in? Uh, we were engaged in basically everything. Um, <clears throat> working with the NOC, <clears throat> I would help uh, make sure that the the roles and the responsibilities that we had um, were understood by the Dream Team students, and then we would make sure that everybody was out on the floor and working in um, pairs, at least, because we don't like anybody to work alone, and uh, made it to where we could set up all of the access points, all of the switches, um, and then running cable. And uh, we, we had an absolutely great time and um, worked together as a family to make sure that everything was set up and then we'd go back and double check to make sure that it looked correct. Um, mm -hmm. And Zoe, you can comment on what it's like to, to make sure it's looking correct. <laughs> yeah, lots and lots and lots of zip ties and tape and late, late nights, or I guess early. <laughs> So, and, and just a comment, I mean, this is a, uh, you know, even though Cisco Live takes place over, what, a three-day period, the Dream Team is there for 10 days straight. So, they're coming mm -hmm. in for the pre-setup. Then they, uh, throughout the event, they actually get, a, well, a little bit of downtime. I wouldn't call it downtime, but that's when they actually get to experience Cisco Live. We also encourage them while they're there to t sit for a certification exam, which is paid for by, by the team. So um, they're also developing their skills, getting certifications, um, and then they're there for the teardown. So it is a long, long commitment, um, but one that we feel is really worthwhile. So 
I will note though, I want to note something. The teardown takes no time, basically. <laughs> take a week to set up, but like, I don't know, two days to take down? Yeah. By then you're well, pretty exhausted anyway. So. You were working a slightly different schedule at that point too, weren't you? I think I quoted you in the blog post that you were up at one thirty in the morning on a Sunday before the show opened, duct taping an access point to a mass pipe. I think something yes, along Yes, that was the- with Carlo. <laughs> it was at the one of the hotels. Uh, they had last-minute stuff they had to set up, so I ended up uh, hanging out with the the knock, and we the very last AP before Cisco actually started was duct taped to a pole and hidden behind the stage. <laughs> Hey, as long as the antenna orientation is correct, it doesn't matter how it's mounted. Oh, uh, it's okay. It was um, it was uh, Omni. So, and you know, one of the I, I love these stats. You know, one of the things that uh, we're really proud of is that the network had well, it really could have been a hundred percent, but they say ninety nine point nine 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 percent uptime. So there was never an issue, thank goodness, for, with the network because that's a big representation of our our team's work. Um, so it's just a, a, a great thing to walk away with, knowing that we, we really delivered. Well, you definitely delivered. I, I can recall, you know, as an attendee back around 2007, 2008, the network was quickly being um, taken to its knees, for lack of a better explanation, because the attendees were just putting so much pressure on it. But in the last couple of years, I mean, it's it's gone to – you know, amazing lengths, and the teams have gone to amazing lengths to really create an enterprise network experience in an environment that you're only occupying for a handful of days. So you're definitely succeeding at large at what they're trying to do. And uh, I've got a question that came up here in the chat that I'll throw out for the group, and uh, I'm going to direct this one at Gina. Um, Gina, how do people get involved or selected to participate as part of the Cisco Networking Academy Dream Team program? Sure. So uh, for now, we have the, the Cisco Live Dream Team. We reach out to our instructors in um, our academies across the U.S. and Canada. They nominate students based on certain criteria that we're looking for. Um, and we're really looking for folks that not only have technical experience, um, a minimum of having taken uh, the, the CCNA2 course or higher. Um, they have to have that instructor recommendation to actually apply. Once they apply, they have to um, submit some essay questions. We want to get to know their personalities. They have to submit a short video. And we, um, we basically go through that, uh, that um, list of, of nominees, and we will it down to just a small core group um, that we select. We look at you know, a number of different things in terms of um, location and diversity, skill sets, and also really most importantly, the passion about working in IT. We think that this is really a stepping stone opportunity for folks, so those who really see this as a way to advance their career. But we do put a lot of effort into putting the right team together because the dynamics are critical. When you're on the ground, it's a team that needs to work. We work through the kinks, but for the most part, this year we really had a team that just gelled. So um, that application and that review process is critical. Well, and when you talk about narrowing down a group of people, when I was doing my research for the uh, the article that I wrote, um, the numbers I came across were that there's somewhere in the magnitude of 160,000 Networking Academy students enrolled in the program, 
in North America annually. So to go from a, a pool of people that large down to a select group of, of key individuals for this type of a program, I mean, that's, that's quite a process. It is, and, you know, we really engage the instructors because they know who the superstars are. So we feel that if we engage them first, then we're going to get a really top quality group to pick from. So we've talked about how you select a student for participation. How do you go about finding the right instructor to participate in the program? Because I know you mentioned to me earlier that you had instructors in attendance as well. Absolutely, yeah, and they're a, a key role in this because the instructor really serves as the coach, the liaison between the NOC team. They're really helping to project manage from start to finish. So uh, we actually select two instructors each year. One is a returning instructor from the prior year, so it is a two-year commitment. And we basically look at our instructor um, you know, community and we look for folks that have similar type of experience uh, with projects, um, you know, coordinating teams, uh, and that also, importantly, uh, will bring this knowledge back into the classroom so that the rest of their school can learn from the experience. So, um, you know, it is just a handful of folks that really um, that have had that opportunity at this point, um, and they, like I said, they play a key role. That's fantastic. Now, I know that you guys mentioned that, you know, we're talking about the program in the context of Cisco Live, but the Networking Academy Dream Team is a lot bigger than just one event. You mentioned to me uh, participation in other events like uh, I think it was the NBA All-Star Game. Can we talk about that a little bit and, and how that uh, engagement of the team maybe differed from something like a Cisco Live? Sure. So the NBA actually came to us and, um, and were very interested in hosting their own Dream Team. And, of course, the play on the Dream Team fit nicely with the NBA, right? Um, they have a number of events throughout the year, and so what they did is they actually have a project manager that they um, ha help with all of the logistics. So what we do is we identify the candidates, we do the application and review process, and then basically we turn it over to them to handle all the on-site logistics and manage the team there. So uh, actually this week we have a team that's in Mexico City for some of the World Games, um, we've had them in London, of course, um, the All-Star Games in New York City. So um, what we see is that our customers are seeing the value that these, these students can bring from a staffing perspective, but also from um, helping them create more impact in their local communities. So it's worked out really well, and we're now looking at how can we create Dream Team as a service to offer it up to other potential customers and partners to host their own Dream Teams. So it's growing. Awesome. So I think we've got a new hashtag, Dream Team as a Service, that we can use out there now. <laughs> I like it. Well, that's great. I, I definitely have had a lot of fun talking to you guys about the program and learning what it's all about. And, you know, as someone who was an instructor in the past, you know, having a lot of fun doing that, you know, mentoring people, sharing my experiences with people, and, and equally learning from the people that I'm interacting with as well, you know, it kind of energized me. And you guys called it corporate social responsibility, and I really think that that's a great way to look at it, of, of taking on the duty of creating programs and opportunities to help the engineers among us that are coming up through the ranks and, and just getting their feet into IT and hopefully opening the door to so much more. So thank you for having a program like this, and, and definitely uh, keep on doing it. Well, thanks for shining the light on it. We want to be able to uh, provide more and more of these opportunities. We love to, to be able to really uh, 
uh, make an impact. And I have to just close in saying that, you know, a lot of these students have heard firsthand that this experience really changed their lives. Some of them were looking to even drop out of the academy program until they, they were encouraged to be a part of the dream team. And now some of them are working for Cisco, our partners. And so it can be a life-changing experience. I don't want to make it sound too, um, you know, fluffy, but to be honest with you, we've really seen some incredible um, experiences out of this. So thanks for shedding the light on it. Oh, absolutely. Thanks for uh, agreeing to be a part of this and letting us feature your team on the Champions Radio podcast. And I think with that, I'm going to turn it back to Kim. And, uh, Kim, do we have any follow-up items or, or things we want to talk about before we let this group of amazing people go? Well, I'm curious to know um, from Zoe, since, you know, we've been talking about her and her friend um, all this time, what did she get from this, you know, why did she apply and what did she get from it during the event? And how has any, you know, has she gained anything from being part of it after the event, you know, other than a social media cape, um, <laughs> which, you know, is, is highly coveted by many, many people. But so why, Zoe, why did you want to be involved in this or what led you to apply? You know, it's actually kind of funny. Uh, I didn't know what it was at all. And my teacher sent me an email uh, for the to apply. And I asked him what it was. And he's like, oh, just apply. And I was like, why? Well, what is it? And he's like, just apply. And so I did. And then I had to fill out all this stuff. And then through, I mean, I had to record a video. So I put a little bit more research into it. And I was like, this sounds really cool. But then I really think I'd be chosen. I mean, I'm from very small area in Canada <laughs> and this is yeah yeah but I don't know it was pretty cool and then I got the email early saying that I was approved and I stared at it for about five five minutes and I was like great is that Sam really and I got really excited and I started emailing everyone and actually Gina uh, responded to me saying that I was the first one to respond and I was very um, excited <laughs> I don't think anybody will deny that you have a lot of energy. I think that's yeah. a, that comes through loud and clear. Yeah. I, I have two questions for you, Zoe, and you probably can yeah. answer these exactly off the top of your head. I won't ask okay. you anything about area codes or time zones, though, so you're safe with that one. Um, <laughs> how much caffeine did you have before <laughs> getting that cape and possibly after getting that cape? And just how many tweets did it take for you to get to the top of that board? Because I know that whole participation, I mean, you were definitely engaged in and very vocal and, and making a lot of noise on social media and drumming up excitement about the team. So I guess the question is just, you know, wow. Okay. Two things. First, first thing was actually, strangely enough, I was walking from the hotel to the um, convention center. I don't remember what day of the conference. And this guy yelled from all the way across the street, like, I recognize you from Twitter. And then I was like, oh, maybe this is how you make friends. <laughs> but um, caffeine-wise, uh, this is this is normal, actually. This is, I have to say, Zoe was one of the first videos that we saw. And um, as you can, you can't see her on the radio, but you can certainly feel her energy. And that really did exude in her video. It wasn't a hard choice. Um, she was one of the first picks. And she's done us proud. <laughs> 
Well, and Joey, I, t- tell you a little bit about what you're doing now because you're working in IT and you've been working in IT. Yeah. Uh, so I, I, can, I do two things, kind of. Uh, I work in NOC in an ISP, uh, and I own a company, but it was, I actually started as a hobby. Uh, I just wanted to see what it was like. And so I kind of do stuff on the side here and there, and I do a lot of mentorship to young women in IT and people starting out. And uh, Cisco Live itself was amazing, but it made me realize I really, really like what I do. (laughs) And it gave me contacts all over the world. I'm actually flying out to another conference tomorrow night. Uh, the conference is until next week, but I'm meeting, I'm going to go hang out with Carlo, who I met at Cisco Live in Knock. So that would be really cool. And anytime I want advice or I need help learning something, I, I did a, um, a uh, what is it, a B-Sides talk recently. I did a presentation on configuration management and uh, Josh actually helped me with it quite a bit because it was way over my head uh, but uh, so yeah um, Cisco the dream team itself uh, helped me gain contacts it helped me gain confidence it helped me get really excited and passionate about what I'm doing and it's uh, it's helped me pretty much every day because anytime I need help I just call my dream team dream team friends or other people I met there that sounds like a great plug for collaboration, but that's another story. <laughs> Absolutely. Hashtag Cisco Spark. <laughs> well, yeah, we used, we used Cisco Spark a lot for my B-side stock because I needed help because I didn't know PHP at all. Spark yep. to the rescue again. Nicely oh, completely. Done, Josh. <laughs> Does anybody else have questions? Um, Chris had a question about whether how it directly impacted you, and you answered that quite nicely. And then Jody wants to remind people that there's nothing wrong from being a small area in Canada. And I agree. I'm not from a small area in Canada, but you know, here's proof that it with networking and all of these wonderful technologies that we use and pretend to use, it doesn't matter where you're from. I'll take you're not it. alone. You're not alone. <laughs> Does anybody else have any questions? I mean, we usually have, uh, we usually get way into the nerd weeds, and we're not into the nerd weeds this time. But uh, <laughs> we're nerds, so we could. Um, are you going to be going to Cisco Live next year? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I've Do already, you, yeah. So you're going to, like, untape all of those APs that go up in the middle of the night and see if the the new crop of Dream Team can uh, match we'll your skill? Her. We'll be yanking Dream. her in it as a mentor. Well, I, let me let me find – now, Sarah, remind me, how many access points did we uh, install? I think it was close to 1,000 access uh, points. 1,059 access points <laughs> that we had set up, and it was 200 switches. Yeah. So that just gives you a little bit of sense of the scope. And, you know, the, the NOC team, they're incredible. Um, you know, as if you're a, a nerd, like you said, uh, you know, it's really fascinating to see the work that goes behind it. 
Um, the, another component of the dream team is the troubleshooting and also, you know, managing tickets, you know, when there's issues. And so you get that customer service experience as well on the, on the ground. Um, so for a techie, it is definitely, um, it is storyland. <laughs> you like that. Excellent. Yeah, I'm trying well, to think of how much duct tape it would take for all those 1,059 access points. That's a lot of duct tape. <laughs> I want to know if that was part of the first aid kit. <laughs> right. No. We'll have to count the rolls next time, and we'll give you some stats as a follow-up. Oh, gosh. <laughs> yeah. I think it's about a hundred rolls of duct tape, and we were always looking for more duct tape, more <laughs> duct tape. There was never enough. <laughs> and, and more of the door tape, that red stuff. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Well, I might have stolen a roll from uh, the other group. <laughs> so now we know the key to networking is actually duct tape. Well, I, I think that's a truism. There is never enough duct tape, nor can there ever be enough duct tape. <laughs> that is that is true. That is truth right there. So, and and the other thing is, in addition to the technology, is they are also encouraged to sit in on sessions. Uh, they're all required to attend the keynote and um, and some of the other key sessions. So they really are getting a a good exposure to you know where the technology is going, the trends. We also um, set up some meet and greets with our key executives, including um, executive level and, and, and uh, CEO level. So I'm sure Zoe has a uh, a picture to share, although we can't uh, see it on the on the radio. But um, no, they, but I have my coin. Uh, <laughs> that's right, and they all get Cisco coins. So the exposure that they get um, is incredible. That you know really is is hard to be matched um, for any situation. So we we spent a lot of time coordinating their schedules so that they're not just work, 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 but they are also experiencing what Cisco Live is all about. That's great. I think I'm envious now. I wish it I was This is a really cool coin. Although it's only got the states on the back, I'd just like to point out. Canada. <laughs> She's showing a picture of her coin from, from one of the executives. And there's no Canada. We know it's up there. It's up there and it's cold. Mm. <laughs> All right, any more questions? We will have a blog post that accompanies this with links, um, and we'll throw some, if Gina and Sarah want to share some links that we can put in there, um, send them to me and or Lindsay, and I guess yeah. I don't need to say that in the event. Um, I, I actually want to put a little plug in. I mean, we'll set, we'll certainly let you learn more about the Networking Academy, um, but for those of you who are hiring, um, Definitely consider a networking academy graduate. If you see it on their resume, know that you know they are learning to uh, to use Cisco technology. They're working in the labs and they're getting these types of experiences. Oftentimes, so we really want to encourage employers to think about hiring a Netacad grad. So we'll send you a oh, link for to sure. how to find out. And, and I'd like to point out that uh, I've actually been speaking with the people that are that work on the. Um, netacad.com and giving my, my input on what I liked, I didn't like, and uh, things that I thought could help better or things that I thought um, were really awesome. So they're constantly developing the program. They're constantly changing everything to meet the needs of uh, the work, the workplace. And yeah, students from, students from Netacad, including me, are amazing. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't say so yourself, but we'll say it for yeah. you. 
I'm just being honest, you know. <laughs> no lack of confidence. That's just, <laughs> we love it. We love it. Flower. <laughs> I, I think after hi- hanging that many APs, you can accomplish anything. Yeah. I mean, and if employers are looking for people who are particularly good with duct tape, the <laughs> dream team people have that extra edge. Oh, yeah. Dr. Gummy Master. <laughs> <laughs> Well, if there aren't any more questions, I will say that um, this has been episode 45 of Cisco Champions Radio for season two. And I want to thank everybody for joining um, and sparking such a lively conversation about a really neat program and all the different aspects of it. Uh, Look for this episode and other fabulous episodes on iTunes and blogs.cisco.com. I'm Kim Austin, also known as Cisco Kimma on Twitter. I've played the part of today's moderator and tune in next week. And in the meantime, I'll see you in Cisco Spark in the Twitterverse. Over and out for now. <laughs>